We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole buyer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though i will date you if you only eat mac and cheese every day and eat it while you fuck me that was so specific (laughs) they're getting harder and harder to do i've like run out of (laughs) things that i would do for people Ooh, the voice you're listening to right now that's not mine is that of Elizabeth Ho. You know her from Disjointed. It's me. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Elizabeth, thank you so much. Do you go by Liz or Elizabeth? I go by Liz, but professionally I go by Elizabeth because I think it makes me sound more white. Ah, and that is good because people love white people. Yeah, and then my last name is Ho, and they're like, I love hookers. Let's bring her in. (laughs) Oh, no. You probably hear the worst jokes about your last name. Yeah, I do. Actually, when I first came to L.A., I had a manager, terrible woman, who was like, no one will want a hoe in Hollywood. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I guess you're right, because I'm young and gullible. Uh-huh. And so I changed it to young. And then I finally grew a pair, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Elizabeth Young. <clears throat> that's that's a boring name. Elizabeth Ho's fun. Yeah, it's a sassy lady. I think this is when I was trying to be like, I could be an ingenue. I could be serious. Mm. I could be an actress. But you're... You are an actress. Well, like an a actress. I I know, like a, a serious one where you're like And just oh, crying my. crying as they zoom in on my face. Oh boy. Oh you're not single. I'm not. I've been with the same dude for a very, very long time. Do you remember how long? Fourteen years. Damn. Oh. That so you completely missed online dating. I did. Congratulations to me, because it's a shit show. (laughs) You have no idea. It is 
it's tough in those streets. It's it's just so hard. Where did you guys meet? We met doing uh, community theater. It was like dinner theater as favors for other people. Oh. And we were set up uh, by, I was set up by the musical director. He was set up by the direct director. And the director told me, you should meet my friend Ira. Mm-hmm. He looks like my husband. Her husband was not cute. Hmm. I'm not going to name hmm. names, but hmm. he looked like Ronald McDonald and not like he oh, could give no. me free chicken McNuggets for life. Like, that's just what he looked like. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Did he wear a yellow overall suit? I wish he had when I first met him. <laughs> when I first met Ira, he was, that's my husband's name. He was up on stage in cute, tiny, flexible jazz shoes, mm-hmm. little black sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get me some. No, I didn't think at all. I was like, mm. but he was cute. And then it turned out he was very, very funny. So isn't that funny when you first meet someone that you end up liking? I feel like usually you're like, meh, no, I don't want it. I mean, no one's ever going to hear this, right? So like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, this is a revelation. I thought I was sexy on on sight. I thought she wanted me immediately. And that's a great impression of your husband I've never met. It was like a thousand percent true. Mm, yeah. Actually, you did meet him. You met did him I? when we filmed the pilot. He brought my dogs to oh, set yes. one day. And he's, I think, very handsome. If I could, because, you know, podcasts are a great visual medium. Mm-hmm. I am, I would show everyone the photo of him when we first met. And he looks like a different person. I feel like women change men to look better. Because you're like, are you going to look like that? <laughs> is this <laughs> what's, like, what is do this you what's mean? happening? What do you mean? Uh, I guess, yeah, uh, I'll look better. I know so many men who dated women for long periods of time and they've just started to look better. Yeah, we, you know how like Facebook and like Time Hop and shit brings stuff up. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Who is? Oh my God, that's Ira. <laughs> what? And it wasn't like he was a baby or a child, mm-hmm. it was an actual like, no, he was in his 20s. I also just think people in general start to look better as they get older. Like, I look at old pictures of myself and I was like, what was I doing? Girl, I had these, I have bangs right now, but I had these really short, like, Courtney Cox scream bangs mm-hmm. for a while. I thought we're just like, yes, I am my sexiest. No, not at all. No, I used to wear blue contacts and then would put like no. clip-in pieces of bright no. red hair in my hair. I looked insane, but I was like, it's a look and I'm doing it and I own it. You were peacocking. I was. I guess I was peacocking just a little bit. Wait, before I forget, I brought you a present. I realized I should have unwrapped it, but Ooh. now it's going to just sound delightful. What is it? It's an advent calendar, so we can either eat all of it all at once or you can do it guest by guest. Are you religious? No. Okay, me either. But like, I think there's a God, but like, I only pray when I want things. <laughs> um, obviously, that or if I'm in danger, right? Yes. You're like in a bad mm-hmm. Uber. Well, I only use Lyft. So I'm in a bad Lyft and I'm like, sweet Jesus, mm-hmm. please let me survive this. I cannot, I cannot die like this in mm-hmm. this, the back of this tiny compact car. Yeah, please don't let me die in this Hyundai accent. Uh, I was in a car in New York yesterday, and the driver kept answering his phone. No. And then going, I can't! And then (laughs) hanging up. And I wanted to say, sir, just stop answering. (laughs) Like, I know you don't want to be on the phone and drive, but, like, you can't just pick up your phone and scream, I can't, and keep hanging up. It's very alarming. It, that's very alarming. I wonder what if he wasn't just screaming like I can't talk, but like what if he can't do something? Oh, 
His wife is like, fix the drain. He's like, I can't. (laughs) He knows. He's just, his wife's constantly calling him. Please, honey, fix. His name was Tony. And he was, it was, he was such a strange man. Was he old or young? He was an older man. Okay. um, Little. And he sat right under the steering wheel. Oh, awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. So he had really short legs? Yes, he was a very tiny man. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would say, like, I have bad depth perception. I think everyone's the same height as me. But him, I knew he was small. He was, <laughs> him, him, you, I know you're small. <laughs> I know you're a small person. You're teeny, teeny, tiny. But he was very nice. And when he dropped me off, he was like, here? And I said, I don't know. Is that the destination? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, isn't this I like your know. job? I was going to this uh a sound stage that I'd never been to. So he was like, here? I said, I don't know, sir. And he goes, it's here. Get out. <laughs> I said, okay, Tony. See you later. Oh, boy. I was just on a plane. I keep just being on planes. I feel crazy. Are you at least flying business or first? Yes. God bless. Which is great. I flew Delta. I found a piece of shit in a blanket on Delta once. I remember this very, very clearly. But all my miles are there, and I don't like American, and I don't like United. No, fuck United. So, and then they have flatbeds from all New York to LA flights. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So it's nice to be like, oh, I can sleep and then get off the plane and go to work. Right. So it's great. Today, I went to the airport. I was early, and my TSA pre-check number wasn't there. So I was no. like- the ladies are going to have to help me. So I stood online, went, this lady was like, hmm, it's there. I don't know why it's not taking it. And then she's like, your birthday's wrong. Then another lady came over. I think that was Akila. And then Rosie came over and Rosie was like, what's going on? What's poppin'? She was very funny. I like and her. like very awake for five o'clock in the morning. Too, too much. So then Rosie was trying to fix it. And Rosie's like, girl, they got your birthday wrong. And I was like, Rosie. And then another lady came over. I wish I could remember her name, but she fixed the whole thing. And then we tee hee heed. I told my great joke and then I left and then I tweeted at Delta to like give them a raise and then they're like we're gonna recognize them and I was like but how and they're like we're not at liberty to say and I was like but I need receipts I need to know that these three ladies got something for being so wonderful and I don't know if I'm ever gonna know well I feel like you'll be back in an airport soon yeah I guess if I leave at 4 or 7 a.m. again I can run into them be like my friends (laughs) my friends here's a 20 spot the other one hello Here's a 20 spot. Here are tickets to my special. Uh, I also was very drunk last night and I was taking a lift back to the hotel and I was like, oh no, sir, I have to use the restroom. Can you pull over? And he was like, I'll take you to like a bar so you don't have to pee in the street. And I was like, good call. <laughs> you were like, you know what to do. Like, oh You've my done God, this before. You were so classy. So then I went to this weird bar that was like very dark, just filled to the brim with white people. And I was like, I, I don't like it here. It feels unsafe. And I was like, just go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom and then there was this huge line of women waiting and oh, there was God. only one bathroom. So then I like went to the front of the line and I was like, I'll pay you. I'll pay you to let me pee. Please, I'll pay you. So I paid three women $20 each. No, you didn't. So I could pee. And then the fourth woman was like, I'm getting the money. <laughs> and I was like, no, sorry, just the three of them. And then we kikied and had a great time waiting for the other ladies to get out of the bathroom. And then I disappeared into the distance like a little bathroom fairy. I'm really impressed <sighs> that you just have so much cash on you at all times. Um... I had just gotten my nails done, okay. and I took out a little extra, but now I have no cash on me. Okay, so if you're waiting in line and you see Nicole Byer come up to you, 
You better vet, you better get your Venmo out. I get my Venmo app out. I'm like, what's your name? I'll give you $20 so I can pee. Uh, I feel insane. So do you, so 14 years, super long time. How long did you date before you got married? Oh, this is funny. 10, 9, 10, something like that. 10 years? Yeah, it got to a point where like me being the young 20 year old would be like, I can't wait to get married because all my white friends are getting married. Mm -hmm. And like I went to a super bougie high school. So all those beautiful women got married all at once and like had kids all at once and got divorced all at once. Mm -hmm. And I was like, here I am still dating Ira. And then it came to a point where I was like, maybe we'll never get married. Maybe we'll just be like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie or like mm-hmm. Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins. And then Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins broke up and I was they like, They sure Fuck. did. And now she's dating like a 10-year-old. Right? He's like very young and plays ping pong. Yes, she still has. Does she still? Oh, is that club still around in New York? I have no idea. Is it a club? It's a club. Where you just play ping pong yes, and dance? Yes, the next time you are in New York, you must check it out. I got to go to Susan Sarandon's ping pong club. You must. It's it's reconnaissance. We have to, for the sake of science. Yes. Yes, I'll go. You- so <laughs> then at year 10. Year 10. Uh, no, I think it was year 9. It was our anniversary. We're quite competitive. So and in terms of anniversary gifts, just get, we're just competitive as mm-hmm. fuck. And so I was like, I got him the best fucking gift. His sports team is the Oakland A's. I got him this very special T-shirt he had seen in the bleachers. And I was like, I am an internet genius. I have found this and I have bought it for you. And morning the anniversary rolls out. I'm like, happy anniversary. Here's your T-shirt. And he's like, I'm taking you to your favorite super shishi resort out in Santa Barbara. Ooh. And instead of me being like, oh, my God, I'm going to get proposed to, I just got really pissed because I was like, <laughs> you fucking one up me. <laughs> you fucking dick. Like, how, like, am I going to have to blow you all day? Like, what am I going to have to do to, like, one up you on this? His birthday was the next week, so I was like, I'm going to raid that Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. The whole day, no idea. He just kept on, like, dropping fantastic, beautiful surprises, and I just kept on getting more and more angry. (laughs) Being like, fuck, shit, now I can't pay for dinner because you already paid for it. Well, what what the fuck are we going to do now? (laughs) And then it was, they had turned on service, and he was in the bathroom, and I was like, yes, turn it down. I want all the turn down. I want chocolate. Mm -hmm. I want pillows everywhere. And he had hidden the ring under some pillows in the bed, I saw the box, mm-hmm. but I was so it was so far from my conscious mind that it, he was going to propose that I was like, "What a bougie hotel! They use tiny boxes to prop up pillows." <laughs> the guy turning down service was like, "Uh," <laughs> and my husband, uh, soon to be husband, was shitting himself literally in the bathroom as he was realizing that I probably saw the ring, but I had no mm-hmm. idea. So you did you open the ring or did he still like fully propose? He fully proposed. I still had no idea. I was like, oh, tiny box. That's what they must do here. Oh, that's really adorable. That all day you just had no idea. I am the stupidest is what this really illustrates. I mean, I think it's like it's a long nine years is a long time. And I don't know if I would realize it, but also... I am legit dumb sometimes. <laughs> but um, also, I can't even fathom anyone proposing to me. It would just be so out of the realm of possibility. That's what I thought, too. I can't Not even... for you, but for me. I was like, it's never going to happen at this point. I truly... Well, congratulations on getting married. Thanks. There was a news story that this man proposed to this woman in New York over like a subway grate and then dropped the ring. Nope. 
And then the police, like, got it back for him. And I was like, how? How? There's so much crime. Who cares about this couple? (laughs) Fuck them. He's dumb. Is it terrible to ask, was he a white man? Probably. Yeah. I don't remember. I There was, like, grainy video footage of it, and I watched a little bit, and I was like, I don't care about this. I hate this. Um, I wish he had taken, like, he'd MacGyvered it. Like, he had chewed some gum, hmm. gotten a rat, stuck, the, like, gum on the rat, put, like, a rope around the rat, and then got the ring that way. I wish that happened as well, because that would be not the wildest thing happening in Times Square. Of course not. That is actually more in the realm of possibility than the police actually helping right? you get like, ring out of a grave. How do they see this video? Are, are we always being videotaped? What is this? What is this, Minority Report? Is it the Truman Show? Are we all Truman? (laughs) The Truman Show is a very good movie, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Is it weird that I'm like, ooh, I could do the Truman Show because then I'd be working. Someone hire me, please. Uh Someone hire me, please. You are (sighs) constantly working, though. I see you jet-setting everywhere. Yeah, doing stand-up. That's fun. I want an acting job. <laughs> I'm an actor. I would like to act a little bit. And pilot season's just around the river bend, but we all feel good about ourselves and full of confidence. It's so much goodness. <laughs> it's uh, like Christmas for all of us in the industry. Man, pilot season sucks. You just kind of parade around. You're like, me, I can lead this show. Please let me. It's that. And it's also like, please hire me. Please hire me. Yes. Please hire me. Uh-huh. And now it's this whole weird thing of like offers too, where people are like, so-and-so got an offer. And you're like, I'll take anything Mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah, offer it to me. I'll do it, please. I'll do it for Tootsie Roll Pop. I'll do it for a nice hug. (laughs) Please, someone hug (laughs) me. Just a tight little hug. I listened to your episode with Justin Noble and he, where he talked about the whole process of... um, Testing. That is so crazy. If you didn't listen to that episode... So when a pilot happens, a pilot's the first episode of a television show. Sometimes it goes, sometimes it doesn't. But before it goes, they invite random people off the street to watch it. And then they have a button when they like something, they press it. And when they don't like something, they press another button. And then they like ask them questions about it. The whole process is very, very strange. Well, it's also super antiquated, right? Yeah, I think so. Because... That's like, uh, I feel like juries are also antiquated because it's like, what, eight people get together and then everyone's like, I have my opinion. And then someone starts talking. You're like, well, that sounds right. Like, we're all just lemmings. We just Oh, yeah. Whoever is the loudest in the room. Yes. And it's also, I'm the kind of person who I could totally be the loudest in the room. Mm -hmm. But if someone's louder than me, sometimes I'm just like, I'll just shut up because you are so annoying. I'll just agree to get yes. out of here. Yes, I do that sometimes. And sometimes with annoying men, I'll fuck them so they shut up. Ooh, tricky. Which is just not good because then you're just rewarding bad behavior. Exactly. As you're sitting on his face, yes. you're just like, shut up. Yes. Shut up, eat this pussy, and then I'm going to leave. Goodbye. And I'll never fucking see you again. Unless you call me. Yeah, unless you text me, and then I'll come a-running, because guess what? Homegirl's desperate for love. Uh, Before Ira, uh, were you in lots of relationships? Yes, I did play the field. Uh, are you like a serial monogamist or were you no, bouncing I mean, around? I bounced around a lot. I mean, I met Ira in college, so it was a lot of just college dating. Mm-hmm. But to be completely fair, like everyone was. But this was also before really 
apps and phones and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I probably could have gotten a lot more. I mean, the app game, I will say, as awful as it is, it does allow you to just have like a but like like I don't know thousands of people at your little fingertips. <laughs> it's kind of fun. crazy. But also this whole idea of like just texting people like what's up? Yeah. That would dry up like my anxiety is already just ratcheted right now. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I try very hard to not text too much before meeting somebody because there's nothing worse than texting somebody and then being like, "Wow, oh my God, like, I think we're gelling. I think this is going to be good. And then you meet them in person and they're not as witty as they are in texting. Well, because you can think about it in text. Yes. Yes, it's a trap. I had a friend who texted a lot with someone Mm -hmm. and they messaged just so much. And then afterwards, she was like, I'm so excited. I think this is the one they met. And he was quiet, like Uh, zero. And so she was like, what happened? Should we text at the table? Like, what do I do? Uh, Imagine, ooh, we got to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back! What a glorious break I that feel was. so rested and relieved. Right? It was just Ooh. like, oh, we were just talking up a storm. We just had to rest our jowls. <laughs> I had multiple jowls, so yes, I did I have to rest all so of them. So many jowls. Um, I went on a date with this dude who was like so quiet and... It was painful. It was. Did you just keep on asking him questions or was it just you dominated? You ended up just dominating. Well, I asked him questions because the Internet says men like to talk about themselves. (laughs) Oh, the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) I read it on the Internet. Have you ever heard of it? No, tell me. Okay, so the the Internet is a place where there's just a ton of information. Okay. Actually, I can't explain the Internet. I don't understand it. (laughs) It's just there. Who? What is it? It's not a tangible thing. You can't go to the internet store and pick up some internet. <laughs> um, I now want to open up a place called the internet and have old come people come and just get boxes, empty boxes empty of the boxes internet. Empty boxes like, this is the internet. Here you go, boo. But like, where where is the internet? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get so many amazing comments I for this. I hope so. Okay, if you know where the internet is... <laughs> Please email me at baconcansave at gmail.com or just like slide into my DMs and let me know where the internet is. Thank I would really so like a hand-drawn map, like a treasure <laughs> map, like we're in Goonies. Like. Yes. And I just saw Goonies, so I understand the reference. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I had never seen it. Um, people kept saying that 
I would thoroughly enjoy it. And guess what? I did. Ooh, I was scared for a second you were going to say no, and then I was going to have it's to a, leave. It's a real fun movie. I feel like we don't make fun adventure movies like this anymore. I just like fun. I also don't think so. Like, movies from the 80s and 90s are just perfect, and they don't make them anymore. I just watched Die Hard because it is, right now it is the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is the most perfect Christmas movie. I've never seen Die Hard. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's a man fighting against bad guys. The mm-hmm. end. The end, and he wears a white tank top for most of it? Correct, and he doesn't wear shoes. Hey! Whoa, watch out. Whenever, okay, I wonder if that was Bruce Willis's choice or a producer's choice. Like, who chooses for the actor to be uncomfortable for the entirety of a film? It's so well done in the in the actual movie, I think it was written in, but I can mm-hmm. imagine, I just want, actually, I want to imagine that Bruce was like, I'm so method. I think that he would take his shoes off. Mm-hmm. I think that's he would lose his shoes right here. And he then, just lose them. and then poor Scripty would have to be like, fuck, now we have to go mm-hmm. through that. I had to track your fucking bleeding feet. <laughs> that, yeah, that's wild. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? Yes. So when Binks, the cat, <laughs> when he's a human, he's chasing his sister uh, to the witch's house and he like slides down in the woods. He's also not wearing shoes. And I was like, but like you're in the forest. Don't your feet hurt? Kenny Ortega, why would you let him do that? That's the director. I've seen Hocus Pocus too many times. Wait, has Kenny Ortega been on here? No. Wouldn't that be just That would fabulous? be amazing. You could answer so many different questions. I Yes, it would be so good. To be like, Kenny, you made a masterpiece called Hocus Pocus <laughs> that didn't get the credit and due. It was deserved. Until now. Until now. How do you feel? It's iconic. It's a perfect movie. Sarah Jessica Parker is so funny in it. Everyone's delightful in it. Kathy and Jimmy, you got your Bette Midler, and then you got uh, Thora Birch saying, Yabos. <laughs> <laughs> And that made me laugh so hard. And then you got Max. And then I don't remember the girl's name, the blonde. Let's just leave a lot of dead air for this. Jezebel? Nobody's name is Jezebel in a movie. (laughs) Not Not one person. No, her name's Jezebel. Now her name's Jezebel. (laughs) Jezebel, Max, and Thora Birch and Binks the Cat. (laughs) Done. (laughs) What's your favorite movie? Wow, that pivoted real fast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Off the top of my head, I'll say When Harry Met Sally. I also just watched that. It's really good. It's just so well written. It is. <laughs> it's just so well written. I just love a well written movie. I just like, love when the dialogue feels like it's natural. You know? Yeah, I mean, Billy Crystal, of course, the way he looked back then could have gotten a really hot Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But he's a delightful, like, little imp. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I turn that on whenever I need a good, like, oh, this is warm and cozy. Mm. But other than that, I like really bad blockbusters. Like the worst, like San Andreas is a great example of that. That was a bad movie that I loved. Yeah. uh, The last one I saw, I mean, apparently I just love The Rock because I'm just going to go for it. Rampage with Mm -hmm. the giant gorilla that gets turned giant. I mean, that's a wild movie. The Rock and a giant gorilla. Then you have The Rock and a giant building. And you have The (laughs) Rock and the earthquake. It's Crazy that his co-stars are now <laughs> not even people. No. It's wild. I can't wait for it's like the rock against an actual rock. Pitch it. It's Maybe actually, you know what? It probably has already been made. I'm gonna pitch him and be like, the rock goes hiking. Okay. And then what? a big old boulder comes crashing down and he's gotta run and save the city of Los Angeles from this big rock. 
I'm going to workshop it a little harder I'm, before no, I go no, out I, I and think pitch you're, it. I think you're at the. You're at it. Okay, perfect. Just go. You know, it's past pitching season right now. It but, is. but pilot season's year-round, right? I guess so, with all these streaming services. Here's a question. Do you have any pet names for your husband? Oh, this is annoying. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read an article that said that People in relationships who have pet names for each other last longer than people who don't have pet names for their significant others. And I'll read you some of the pet names they cited. But what is your pet name for your husband? Uh, I used to work at Starbucks and I had a very racist coworker who decided to call me Panda Ho-Ho. At the time, no! I thought it was hilarious. And so I was like, I'm going to call everyone Panda, including Ira. So we mm-hmm. just, because I thought it was funny to call a white man Panda. <laughs> So I started calling him Panda, and then he thought it was funny that an Asian woman was calling him Panda, so he called me Panda back, because mm-hmm. he could own the racism as a white man. <laughs> and so now we call each other Panda. I mean, it's cute. The origin is not, <laughs> it's cute. not cute. But then we kind of just ran with it, because mm-hmm. we were like, we're just both terrible humans. I like, that's so sweet, Panda. Yeah, so it goes by Panda, PB, Bear, shit like that. Oh, that means you're going to last. <laughs> According to this independent.co.uk article. Dude, the internet's real. The internet is real. Where is it? So here they said Sweetie, Muffin, and Baby are the top ones. I can't imagine calling someone Muffin. Right? Come here, Muffin. And then they said, um, here are other popular ones. Cutie, Princess, and Honey. I can't imagine anyone calling me Princess other than like my dad. I feel, yeah, that's weird. What are what are the uh, is there like daddy? Well, the uh, there's problematic ones like sweet cheeks, <laughs> <laughs> poppy, and daddy, and mm. they're the least common. I also can't imagine calling my partner daddy. I mean, um, that's some deep therapy work, right? Daddy, come here. Well, that's like when, like, what's his name? What is the elfish-looking man with white hair who's the vice president? What's his name? Pence? Yes. He um he calls his wife mother. Oh yeah, I remember that. Which is so gross. Like I understand when you have kids and you're like, Mom told you to do this, or like, I love you too, mom. But like Mother said to go to bed. Ugh. Mm. So it's a study uh that was published in nineteen ninety-three examined the use of quirky idioms in married couples and found out that sweet pea and pussycat are nicknames that made people happy. Who who would ever call anyone pussycat? I want to, were these, <laughs> where, what era were they, were they I don't, like? Well, it was in 1993, but I'm like, did you interview 97-year-old people? I was going to say, like, did we everybody? time travel to like the early 1900s where we were like, here, pussycat, come here. <laughs> come here, pussycat. Dad is hungry. <laughs> I mean, if someone said that to me, I probably would love it and laugh very, very hard. See, but the laughter is great. But I think people just say, it just sounds like they're saying it very, very seriously, mm-hmm. like out of love. I Let's see. what I don't know what nickname I would want. I guess Babe? Not Baby. How about Bay? Bay? Bay is too trendy, I feel. Oh, I feel like it's so not trendy anymore that mm-hmm. it could be trendy oh, that, again. Okay. Mm, not Muffin. Muffin's weird. It just makes me, for some reason, think of muffin top, which is fine. I love the tops of muffins mm-hmm. and my body. It's what mm-hmm. I have. 
Let's see. I like pigs. No, you can't call me. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, piggy. (laughs) Why did you sound like Jack Nicholson? What is happening? I don't know. Just working on some impressions. Really, just workshopping here. (laughs) Look, SNL. She's ready. She ready. Yeah, she ready. (laughs) I can't believe I just went pig. I was like, I like them. They're cute. But I guess. Pigs are cute. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be called Piggy. Let's see. I guess not Sweetie. Sweetie sounds weird. They all sound like names I call my dogs. uh, Right? Which, by the way, that means I'm going to have a great relationship with my dogs. So I'm here for it. But yeah, Sweetie, it's the I-E. It's the E at the end that makes it feel childish and weird. Maybe Pumpkin. Mm. Again, it feels like I'm talking to my dogs. Right? Come here, Pumpkin. Although I do call my dogs things like, hey, dickhole. <laughs> I call my dog Dum Dum because uh-huh. he is real dumb sometimes. Maybe I want to be called Dum Dum. I mean, that's kind of cute. Come on, Dum Dum. Let's leave. I mean, I call people <laughs> Dum Dum when I love them or not love them, but like feel close to them. Effect- yeah. And uh, it's interesting because sometimes people will be like, what? I'm like, oh, I, I truly mean that as a term of an, like affection. I love that all of a sudden you backpedal instead of just leaning even harder. And you, you heard fucking me. fucking idiot. I called you dumb dumb for a reason. Because you're more than dumb. You're double dumb, you dumb dumb. You're so dumb you don't even have a B at the end. <laughs> dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to be called dummy. Aww. <laughs> Dummy and piggy, that's what it is. Dumb, you dumb little pig. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to be called. So if there are any men out there, you know, who are listening, who want to date me, please slide into my DMs and call me a dumb little pig. Let's get it embroidered on It'll a jacket. Really It'll be get real. Me going. So this guy slid into my DMs. Go on. And he's like kind of cute. So he messaged me and said, I honestly couldn't figure out how to leave a review on iTunes, so I'm sliding right up into your DMs. Nicole, you're a goddess. I want to put a vibrator inside you with your consent, which is great. That's cute. uh, That is powered by an electric ukulele vibrating at every strum. I'll play you Israel Kamakwano's version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. What a wonderful world until you're feeling over the rainbow, but first I must learn how to play the ukulele. Also, want to grab drinks? So I said, this is very funny. He said, thanks. And I said, were you serious about getting drinks? What is your intention? And he said, totally serious. I'd love to take you out for drinks and get to know you. I need to be straightforward, though. I'm in a relationship. Uh. It's open and long distance, but I'm looking for fun or friends right now. Completely understand if that's weird. And I was like, ah, I hope you you see how shitty it is to hit on me and ask me to drinks then say you're in a relationship? And he's like, sorry, I didn't mean for it to come across that way. Um, and then he's like, I want to show you that I'm not an asshole. Come to this Christmas party at our place. It's not your average Christmas party. There's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You say no more, sir. Uh, I am there. You got this little piggy at buffet. <laughs> Let me bring my Tupperware. I'm here. I It, it was like, okay, so you're in an open relationship and you're looking for friends or fun? That's such a weird, open-ended thing. I feel like at that point, I'd be like, I want to talk to your partner. Right? Make like, sure. Just make sure. Is this person okay with it? Does this person know you're in an open relationship? Yeah. Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes it's a surprise for people, and then you have bigger problems. Uh-huh. 
But then I was just like, you invited me to a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> when you read that, I also thought, is it an orgy? Yes. Is it an- like, not your average Christmas party. We're all going to put on a strap on and fuck till Santa comes. But we also have these chafing dishes with delightful <laughs> things like mini quiche. I mean, I don't know. I'm so confused as to just men in general and why they think they can just say, I don't. If you, okay, I think you open with, I'm in an open relationship. I find you attractive. Um, would you like to go out on a date? Then I'd be like, oh, okay. Now I understand what you're asking. So you're saying that he should have said that before the vibrator ukulele line? Or at the end to okay. be like, when he was like, I when he said, uh, I want to take you out for drinks. Okay. Be like, I actually really would like to take you out for drinks. Uh, and then just tell me your deal. Right. So then I don't have to like, I felt Harriet like the spy around and figure exactly it out. That's exactly what I felt like. I felt like you had to crawl through. You yes. were like a beautiful pig in mud, <laughs> sniffing through. Sniffing through the trash. Looking for that truffle Looking for knowledge. that beautiful truffle to be like, hello, what is it? What is it? Is this delicious or not? It's very confusing. And then I got a message from this woman who said... I'm in this open relationship. She's like, I'm in an open relationship. And, uh, okay, so she said, Hi, I'm being a weirdo sliding into your DMs. I don't know how this is going to come across, which already means it's going to be bad. I'm, I'm but, very excited for <laughs> right? this. But I'm genuinely trying to be helpful. Listening to your latest ep- uh, podcast where you're wondering why it's so hard to find love. I was analyzing it because I'm weirdly good at making people love me. And I think oh. that's... <laughs> Wow. Right? Like, ooh, lucky you. (laughs) And I think that I know how to make people feel good all the time. Like, I have social anxiety, and I'm super sensitive, so I'm very aware of how I come across and make people feel, so I'm good at always being nice and pleasant to be around. It also means that I try to win people's affection, and I question if they really like me. Uh, or that I do nice things there for them. There is so much to unpack So here. much. Anyway, you mentioned that you argue with people a lot, like people in stores. And ex- <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love a fight in my car. I love a fight at the airport. I love fights with strangers. She's just a fighter. I love it. You're just Christina Aguilera. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, a fighter. I'm strong. Nope, that's no. not it. And then it continues. And my theory is that maybe you make people feel anxious slash unsafe. <laughs> Which is why they get scared off. Anyways, I'm a huge fan of you and your comedy. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um, I'm going to call her Deborah. Deborah, you're right. She approaches every argument with a knife. That's why people yes. feel very unsafe. It's a huge yes. knife. It's like a machete. I can't believe she said, I make people feel unsafe. I have never felt unsafe near you, if that makes Thank you feel better. Thank you. I thoroughly appreciate that. I mean, I've that. met you in a couple different social settings, too. Yes. At work. At parties, Mm -hmm. at people's houses, and now here at this lovely studio. Yes, thank you for coming to this place. I was going to say the location, but I won't. Good for you. Thank you. I was in Iowa doing a show, and I told the students exactly what room I was (laughs) in at what hotel. Specifically because I was staying in a college-themed hotel. Weird. Wait, wait. A college? What does that look like? So it looked like a college 
except there was like a concierge desk. There was books everywhere. The uh, elevator was painted to look like a chalkboard. Was everything broken and slightly damaged? (laughs) No, it was a brand new hotel. So it was like a new college that just got like a grant from somebody good. Someone died and Mm -hmm. you got a bunch of money. Got it. So it was a college themed hotel room. I was staying in room 911 (laughs) in the middle of fucking Iowa. And then I got out of the shower and someone had written guilty in the steam and the cleaning people, I guess, didn't want to erase it because they're like, this is funny. And I screamed so loud. I was like, I'm going to die in Iowa. Are we sure it was someone or was it a ghost? Maybe it was a ghost because that's in the movie Ghost. I'm just saying that's how ghosts communicate. Again, a great movie from the 80s. Was that early 90s? That was 92. Here we are. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Ghost. Whoopi Goldberg is a revelation in it. She's perfect in every way. Every scene she's in, she steals it. Truly, just perfect. And apparently Patrick Swayze fought for her to be in it. I don't know if that's true. But I feel like I heard that. I uh, Part of me doesn't want it to be true because I don't want the white man to get laid. <laughs> I am so angry today about white people. I Anyways, mean, hi. You live with one, so I, I get it's it. Just all the time. I get it. I live with one too, and sometimes I'm just like, John, you get everything you want. He truly does. He's got a great boyfriend who's real sweet. Ugh, <sighs> fuck him. Truly. Who's the worst person you've ever dated? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> there could be a long list for this one. Ooh, dang. I can't wait to hear. Uh, older, was a music producer. Okay. Uh, since we did, many moons since we dated, he's recently acquired a British dialect. <gasps> yes. Uh, tiny, tiny man. Uh-huh. Um, and very, very controlling. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he was, I'm obviously not going to name names, but mm-hmm. he was a very weird little man mm-hmm. that I don't know why I dated. I guess he, this is what happened. I was super poor and he would take me out to eat. Ah, yes, To yes, nice yes. places. Yes. And I'd be like, I feel like a human being again. Mm-hmm. We should do this more. That was stupid and young of me, but here we are. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I just remember him telling me to work out, being like, (gasps) you should go and work out. And then he would go to, because he lived in a fancy hotel, he would Mm -hmm. go and watch me work out. No. Yeah. And me being dumb and in college Uh being like, okay, I guess that's fine. Oh my God. That's awful. I don't know why people feel like they need to say anything about people's bodies, it's not yours. Positive Go or negative. Fuck off. Yeah. Go away. I slept with this dude who I met on OKCube. This is years and years ago. And I think he lived in a model apartment. You know, like none of the right. furniture seemed real. <laughs> you know how like in model apartments, it's like, oh, this chair weighs a pound. Right. So he was a real estate agent yes. who was just had the keys for the yes. showroom. Yes. And there was a like a dry erase board in his living room. So okay. I drew like a dick on it, staying on brand. And he <laughs> solid work. And he erased it and said, We don't do that here. And I said, Okay. So then he's like, Let me fuck you on the floor. And I was like, If that's what you want. So then we had sex on the floor. And then he goes to the bathroom for like 45 minutes. And then I was like posing on the bed, being like, 
I mean, he'll come back and like we'll keep going. Did you fall asleep? Because that's no. immediately what I would have No, done. I was waiting because I didn't come yet. He didn't do anything. Oh, that's for bullshit. Me. He was so, gone for 45? For so maybe not a full 45, but it was so it was long enough that I was posing. <laughs> that, like I was out of my mind posing for a man to come back. And then he came back fully clothed and was like, you good? And I was like, uh. No, I am not. Well, I said, I guess, because I did. I was younger and I didn't know what to do. And then he was like, all right, well, it was really great to meet you. And I was like, okay. So then he's walking me to the door and right before he closes the door, he's like, I work in fitness, but that doesn't mean I don't like your body. And then he closed the door and I was like, what? What? Oh, oh. Oh, he got what? the last word on that one? Yes. That would have pissed me off so much, And I almost girl. knocked on his door to be like, fuck you. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing. Oh, I think I left something. It was a fuck I, 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 you. you. <laughs> but instead, I just like stomped to my car. Like in every sense of the word, was just stomping. And I just, the weirdest shit happens to me. Men are so insane. It's just, that is just crazy to even think that's how he was like, Okay, well, I'll be. Oh, I'll go. It sounds like he was personally grooming for like forty five minutes. Or Maybe forty five minutes to get changed. I shouldn't really judge. It does take me a long time. Yeah, but he just came out in like a t shirt and basketball shorts. Like you weren't. Oh, I see. In my mind, he like doing... put on a three piece suit no. with a, like a chain no. on a, a watch on it, and like no, he was getting ready for bedtime. Maybe he was moisturizing his face. You mean his dick? Moisturizing <laughs> that dick. <laughs> Well, like, that'll I take another four to five. Gotta just get it soft and smooth for the next fatty I'm gonna fuck and talk about her body too. See, that kind of thing makes me so angry that I want, like, my body reacts where it's like, I think I need to just shit right here on this door. So. Uh huh. I should have. I should have shat right on his mat. Just right on the doormat. That's just a great way to end any conversation that you can't get a last word in. Ugh. <laughs> 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 I shit so hard on the plane today that <laughs> I worried myself. I was like, oh, girl. But also I ate a hamburger at 3 a.m. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's where it was going downhill. I'm living a life. Maybe not my best life. I don't know. I think you're- But it was a very good burger. Where was it? Where'd you at get it At the Gramercy from? Park Hotel. Oh, that's a really good burger. Uh, the Gramercy Park Hotel is my favorite hotel, and there's a doorman there named Carlos. And last time I stayed, Carlos and I got along great. And then we follow each other on Instagram. And then two nights ago, I was outside smoking a cigarette, and I was like kind of drunk. And I was like, Carlos, he can't see me like this because I was wearing slippers. <laughs> I couldn't find my shoes. I like that it was the slippers that made you go like, no, Carlos mm-hmm. cannot like, he can't, see this. He can't. So I ran away from Carlos, and I didn't get to see him this time. But I'm back in New York next week, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to like make some time for Carlos. <laughs> Shout out to Carlos. Carlos is great. He's he's holding it down. He really is, because you get a key to Gramercy Park when you stay there, right. so you can like go in this very that. exclusive park, and you get to like look at all the people who can't come in, and it's great. <laughs> Do you so ever th- go into that park and be like, hey, hey, you want to come in? You can't. I should. Next time I go, I'm going to do that. Bring like a pack of Skittles so you can like launch shit at people. Hello, children. (laughs) I have Skittles. Want to come in? You can't, you stupid babies. (laughs) Eat this. I hate children. You don't have kids, do you? No. They're bad. I don't like them. I don't want them coming from my body, near my body, in my body, around my body. No. Oh, okay. Elizabeth. Yes. Do you have anything you want to plug? Just my social media, because that's how popular I am. What is it? Tell the listeners. Tell At them. Real Elizabeth Ho. 
H-O, that's right, not that fake bitch, <laughs> fake Elizabeth Ho, but real Elizabeth Ho. Honestly, that'd be so funny if someone's Instagram handle was fake Elizabeth Ho. I just feel like I should take it now because I like, also it's, think you should take it. Gonna, okay, that's amazing. Here, one question. Doing. If you weren't married, would you date me? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay, well, if you like this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and uh, if you leave me a nasty little message, I will read it. Ooh, what's this episode? Uh, this one? episode's little nasty message is well, it's not a it's not a nasty nasty message. This is a woman who came to my show. She said, "You are the treat. You are the dream. Thank you for a good show and for telling my fiance to eat my pussy, because that's uh, something I do." Okay, here's a fun one. Uh, this podcast is banging, and so is that booty. Okay, I hit on you a little, and I'm pretty sure this is my friend Emily. Because hey, em. <laughs> my friend Emily, who lives in Portland. Emily, if that was you, text me. <laughs> Here's another one. Nicole, I would be such a good wife for you. I'm a massage therapist and a fabulous cook, and I already have a super adorable half-Asian baby. We can put her and the dogs in matching outfits for our Christmas cards. I guess that's not even nasty. Wait, can you say that one in a nasty voice? Okay. Try again. You can do the next one in a nasty voice. Nicole, I would be such a good wife for you. I'm a massage therapist and a fabulous cook. (laughs) I I already have a super adorable half-Asian baby. We can put her and the dogs in matching outfits for our Christmas card. I just got pregnant. Mm, thank you. All right, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Bye bye. <laughs> this has been. A Team Coco production. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.